welcome to another episode of the Love KB podcast. I am your host, Christina, and happy February. Happy February. We're already in the second month, which is, it's a lot of things, but happy to be here nevertheless. Um, I hope you are doing well, and I am happy to be sharing another episode with you. I quickly just want to say thank you to everyone who's been encouraging me and telling me what they think about the recent episodes. It means a lot to me and I really appreciate it. So thank you very much. So for today's episode, today we will be talking about the show Women of the Movement. And that show came on ABC. It's now on Hulu because ABC doesn't do reruns and stuff like that. But it's now on Hulu, so go watch it if you haven't watched it. But I basically just want to give my opinions about the show a little bit and then give some thoughts that it brought up for me as I was watching it and everything like that. So if you haven't heard or never watched Women of the Movement, it's a miniseries, six episodes, and that's it. And it's about the killing of Emmett Till. And if you don't know that story, Google it, because we're not going to go over it right now. But the, the show focuses not only on his death, but about how his mom, Mamie Till, um, how she used the death of her son as a form of activism. And it goes through the trial of the people who did it and a lot of that background stuff that the general public just isn't always privy to. So that's kind of a synopsis without any spoilers, anything. So a couple things here. One... You know, if if you know me or, you know, we get to talking about certain things, um, you'll quickly find that I'm very pro-black, very much support black people, black women, black businesses, all of that. And also very much anti-oppression, you know, very much I ain't going to forget what black people have experienced for what seems like the beginning of time. So there's that. So this show is right up my alley. And then, you know, another thing normally with movies or shows about events or history or things like that, I try to take it with a grain of salt. Just because a lot of the times the people or the events that it's about, they aren't here to tell the story themselves and um, portray the story that they wanted that they want to say so I take it with a grain of salt but this show did say that it was based off of the memoir that Mamie Till wrote and it's also based off of another book that I didn't get the title of so with that I'm hoping that the accuracy was pretty spot on for the show so overall the show was really good. You can tell that the creators, writers, directors, or whoever put a lot of thought into how it was done and how it portrayed the story, such a sensitive event and things like that. 
you can tell that it was respectful is the word that I think describes it. And so that's great. You can tell that it was thoughtfully put together. And like I said, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'll try to keep it very general because I want you to go watch it. With the show being called Women of the Movement, I was sort of wondering how and what they were going to show as far as women being involved in seeking justice for Emmett Till and the civil rights movement overall, but in specifically that event. In the show, they showed how Mamie Till kind of pushed her immediate grief to the side, the grief of her son to the side, to make sure that the men who committed the murder were tried and hopefully put in jail. And that's something I couldn't even imagine or think of going through or doing. So all the respect and props to her for just doing that for her son and probably for herself as well. And the show also showed the support of the NAACP behind Mamie Till and behind this movement for her son. And it showed how there were women in the NAACP leading chapters, leading the organization, and women that were able to help Mimi Teal and kind of give her that support that she needed. And I think it's really important to highlight that because when it comes to talking about the civil rights movement and history in general, a lot of the history is taught in a very male-dominated way, very male-dominated way. And, of course, the men who are at the front lines of that movement are appreciated. We appreciate their sacrifice because I am sure it was not easy. And at the end of the day, the men were needed, right? Because black women did not have a single ounce of respect in America in that time. So they kind of had to be our boys. If anybody was going to get some stuff done, it was them. But that doesn't negate the women who were right beside them, right behind them, marching in protests, leading in the spaces that they were allowed to occupy at the time. And this is including and going beyond Rosa Parks. (laughs) Like, we love Rosa and so grateful for what she did. But she also had a more prominent role than just that one incident. And so did a lot of other women during that time. And I actually think I'll do a more dedicated episode to black women um, and maybe the next one to just continue this. Maybe not. But, you know, I'll do a more dedicated episode just because I love us. And there are just so many layers to the history of black women in America and all of that stuff. But going back to the show, it was really good. Highly recommend The story is so monumental in the history of black people and the history of America. And I encourage you to go watch it if you haven't seen it. So what I wanted to get to about this is, I guess you could say the processing of 
things like this and stories like this and events like this and really anything in life especially those things that maybe happen not to us directly but still have an impact on our emotions on our experiences and just give us different feelings there were some scenes in the show that were really heavy and just a bit you know difficult to watch and once I was you know done watching the episodes and stuff I was like okay I gotta get some of this out I gotta get some of this out and I have to find a way to release some of this so typically if I'm watching something heavy like that or a documentary or reading a heavy book then I'll watch something light or funny or not as thought-provoking to sort of counteract it. So I think after I watched this, I probably put, I probably put on Insecure or something like that. <laughs> but, you know, there were a lot of emotions that were brought up for me and most of them not the most positive. So I had to find a way to balance that with as well as with everything in life. And I found myself doing like that, doing that when, or feeling like that when I read the news or see certain things on social media and really just everyday things and emotions and experiences that we all go through. So the time that I noticed that I had to literally take time and find time to release what I was holding in. Um, It brings me back to summer of 2020 and summer of 2020, it seemed like all hell was breaking loose all over the world, but especially in America, like all hell was breaking loose. And I mean, for the bajillionth time, right, like happens over and over again. And so I was glued to the news glued to the tv getting updates about everything that was going on I was posting all day every day on my instagram stories I was protesting myself like just so much it was a lot and as much as I enjoy learning and reading and educating and just standing up for what I believe in it was also very overwhelming very overwhelming and I found myself literally either being sad or angry most of the time like that was the only thing that I was feeling either sadness or anger (laughs) and I was just feeling really depleted but I still had to get up every day you know go to work do normal life things in the midst of just like myself just feeling so heavy and depleted and you know this was on top of living in a pandemic which was new for all of us and still a complete disaster and on top of live you know dealing with my own personal stuff as we all have been doing right we have our own personal lives going on and then the stuff outside of us that contributes to us living day to day and it could be hard and so during that time I was like I have to find a way to release all of these things from constantly occupying my mind 
occupying my emotions and even my body and just really releasing that. And even recently, I had to check back in with myself about, you know, some of the news and some of the things I've been consuming. Um, The story about Lauren Smith Fields has been gaining a lot of attention on social media, and it's really heartbreaking. Um, Briefly, if you haven't heard about it, Lauren was a 23-year-old black woman who passed away after meeting up with someone that she met on Bumble, which is a dating app. And this someone was a 37-year-old white man. And the issue with this is that her mom and family have literally had to beg the city police department to even investigate what might have happened to her and consider the person who last saw her alive, who was this 37-year-old white man. And it's a case of injustice because if she had looked a different way and and was a different person, it wouldn't have went down like that, period. And we've seen it a bunch of times. Um, And that's a conversation, you know, different time, different day. But it's still, you know, something that weighed heavy on me and a bunch of other people who saw it. And then, you know, a couple days ago, we learned of the death of Chelsea Chris, who was former Miss USA and a media personality. And it was also just so sad to, to hear about stuff like that. And I encourage you to look up both of these stories if you're not familiar, just to get more information than what I provide. Um, and of course, there there is so much more going on in the world than just, and that's coming up in the news cycle, than just what is happening to black women and outside of what is happening to black women and black people. But, you know, these are the stories that I identify with and that really hit a, a different spot for me because, you know, honestly, in my head, I'm like, that could easily be me. And what's preventing that from being me, you know? And so I say all of this to say, you know, we all have life going on. We all have life going on. Whether you're yourself grieving a loved one or dealing with sickness or hardships, maybe you're not in the ideal situation at home or in your career, or in your relationships. And there are all types of things that just can begin to weigh heavily on us. Some of us are responsible for supporting others through their hard time and being that rock for them or taking care of somebody else. And that's not easy either, you know. And so there's our personal lives going on on top of just living in a crazy, broken world that is very stressful, and it is okay to acknowledge that for each and every one of us. It ain't easy for nobody, <laughs> no matter what it is, the level. It's not easy for anybody, but I want to encourage you that we all can make it. We can all make it through, and we will make it through, and that's something I really believe And I also want to encourage you to check in with yourself. Notice if or when you need to provide a release for yourself and let go of some of that energy that maybe isn't contributing to a positive space for you. 
Um, you know, some of us may have a person who is our soundboard and we can check in with and do that and process with. Um, but even if you just go exercise or you binge watch a show or scroll on social media, you know, just create the time to do something to lift your mood and pour back into yourself. In the hustle and grind of everyday life, life, it can be easy to not worry about that part, to not worry about pouring back into me, making sure I'm okay so that I can take care of others. But it's so necessary. It's so necessary for our mental and our physical health. You know, as a matter of fact, for me, after this, I'm probably going to hike, you know, just be in nature and get some positive energy going, probably listen to some good music or, you know, listen to another podcast, one that doesn't make me overly think, you know, just be a little bit mindless if I can, Um, especially because I just unraveled and revisited um, some of the stuff that was talked about today. And so I hope that you can do the same for yourself when it's needed and even beforehand so that you don't spiral or don't have all of that negative energy built up inside of you. As always, thank you so much for listening. I really enjoyed recording this episode and please follow the podcast on Instagram at lovekbpodcast and please let me know what you thought about this episode. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next time. Bye.